We are here today with our inaugural edition of SEBA On Demand, and we're here with Lynette McKay. She is the widow of slain detective Jeremiah McKay. But more than that, she's been the epitome of grace under fire and just strength in the hardest of times. So thank you, Lynette, for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. Of course. You and I got to know each other under probably the worst of circumstances. And they say that time heals all. How do you feel about that statement? I believe that statement really isn't true. Uh, the hurt will always be there. The pain of uh, losing him will always be there. I think time does heal to a point where you, I mean, you're living again. You're really living again and you're happy. And that doesn't mean that you're not still sad and you don't still miss that person, but it means that you're living again. And um, the times of, of uh, impaling sadment, I guess, is comes less often than it did in the beginning. But um, you, you will always miss that person. I will always miss Jer, and I will always love him. But uh, I can truly say that I am living. That love, to me, was apparent, because uh, the first day that I met you, again, under the worst circumstances, we are sitting in your living room, and I was trying to get some personal information for the eulogy. And I will never forget your ability to smile and laugh when you were telling these stories about him. And it was like, this love is like so real. But there was one story you told me about his last weekend at home. His last weekend at home, he had been working uh, overtime up in the mountains because he grew up there. So he, he knew the place and he had been up there every day. And Monday came around and I just said, please, Jenny, just stay home with the kids. I have to go to work. And uh, you know, you've been gone all weekend, and I just really think you should stay with the kids. And he he agreed. He's like, okay, and he stayed home, and he had that last day of his life with both kids. He spent the whole day with our son and then picked up my daughter from school and spent afternoon with her until I got home from work, and he had just a daddy day with them. It was really nice. And I, I take it for granted so much that we know what we're talking about, but this was during an ins extensive manhunt, um, February 12th, 2013. Um, all Sheriff's Department, San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department personnel, plus other regional personnel, they were working round the clock um, looking for the suspect who had already slain other peace officers and shot at them. So that was, I know that that meant a lot to Jeremiah to be there, and he really wanted to be Correct. there every single day correct um and then it was just you having to go to work and just the logistics of family life that gave that him that final day. that final yeah. day at home yes he got that last day with the kids and spent all day with them which was really nice speaking of the kids i know that kaden was four months old just an infant he had just been born um, when jeremiah passed how do you how do you keep jeremiah's memory alive or introduce jeremiah to kaden how do you how do you do that? Well, since he was little, I've always, like, I have pictures of Jer everywhere. Um, and I've always told Caden, you know, this is daddy and shown him pictures. Um, we talk about Jer a lot, actually. Uh, on Just on a daily basis, we talk, um, tell stories. Um, most of the time say, like, your dad would be cracking up at this. Or, oh, my gosh, you're so much like your dad. And just with stories, I feel like we keep him alive. Um 
I tell Caden who his dad is. Um, I tell stories about, you know, what he was like and how he was. We are very close still with Jer's family, so um, his parents see Caden and his sister, they see Caden, so he's still around. He's just not physically here. Yeah. So Caden um, asks a lot of questions the older he gets, and, um, and he answers them as age-appropriately as possible. Right. About um, his dad. Right. And so I also remember Caitlin. Um, I just remember this great story that I, and correct me if I'm wrong, but that Jeremiah had been helping Caitlin with karate. Yes. And that he was just so good with her. Um, and I know that you met Jeremiah as a single mom and how rare and critical it is to find somebody that loves your child as their own. Can you tell me a little bit about that bond that they shared? When I met Jerry, like you said, I was a single mom and I let him know pretty much up front that my my main role was, was being a mom at that point in time and um, my child came first and he was very accepting of that and understood. And when he finally did meet Caitlin, they just hit it off. They had this little bond and he taught her how to ride a bike and how to tie her shoes and showed up to all of her stuff and um, really was just a second dad to her. And their bond, I mean, they would just crack jokes, watch Star Wars together, all the stuff mom didn't really want to do. They would, um, you know, her fondest memory is smashing cans with him. They'd go outside and do yard work and smash cans while, while I was inside. So their bond was definitely special. That's awesome. And I know she's she was older. Six is still really young. But how's it been for her? What kind of questions does she ask? And how's the process for her? It was very hard in the beginning because it was so uh, broadcasted. There was a lot of limelight. And for a six-year-old, that's a lot. So I think... That was hard for her to understand why there were so many news cameras around and why there were so many people. And then as it went away, she still felt, I think, guarded. And she's it doesn't ask as many questions as her brother because she understands more right. and understood more at six years old. But I feel like it's still hard for her. There's times where she gets still really sad. You know, she'll miss him a lot. Um, she gets sad because her brother doesn't know him, yeah, and she does, and so I think that hurts her heart some. How is her, I'm just, as you're talking, I'm envisioning her, because uh, she's such, and again, I don't, we spent small amounts of time together, but truly, your family just has this impact. Like, you guys have this strength that I think is phenomenal, um, and she's such a, she's such a sweet child. She's so expressive. You know, are there instances where she's telling Caden about Jeremiah or where she tells him things? Yes. Um, she's very much, she's kind of, a, she's a nurturer. So sometimes I have to tell her you're not mommy because she plays second mom, which is great. You know, um, she loves her brother so much. And so she will tell him stories or she will um, help him write letters to dad and um, or say, hey, let's draw a picture and um, color it and um, she's very encouraging for him and she talks about Jared just as much as the rest of us so there I mean her and her brother's bond is pretty strong over that as well 
Are you keeping all of those, the pictures and the letters? They actually send them in balloons up to daddy. Oh, okay. I don't want to cry in the first show, but that is very, very sweet. I know, I know that, you know, he comes up a lot and in all the stories I've heard about him, everybody just talks about his laughter, his love for life, how fun he was. He had an amazing sense of humor, which is great because, um, my son has it. <laughs> um, and um, I feel that all of us are really like a laughing family. It's just kind of, we crack jokes at each other. I think that we've kept that going since he's been gone. Yeah. The, the laughter and the cracking jokes. Yeah. I think, well, yeah, laughing is a way to cope with things. And sometimes yes. people feel it's different. You know, if you're grieving, you should be a certain way. But again, I just, I remember sitting in your living room that day and I know it was one of the hardest days that they probably got a little harder as the time went on and then thank God got a little easier now is what you're saying um, at least living again but yeah the, your ability to just be able to laugh and remember and recall and still find joy in the memories is just something you know I don't mean to sound like overly gushing but truly for for the sheriff's department family you know you were we all saw you. We all saw how you handled everything. And I know I asked you this on the phone again, and people have asked you before, but, you know, how how did you stay so strong in that time? Honestly, God, um, even to this day, you know, I have bad days where it's not easy, especially the older the kids get and they ask more questions. And Kaden really realizes that um, he's really missing something because, you know, there's things come up at school and the, there's a lot of dad stuff um, involved and he doesn't have his dad. So I think, you know, I still have my bad days, but I have a lot of faith and I know that God has really brought us where he, where we are now. I mean, it was, it was a difficult time for just department members and we are adults and we know these things can happen and, and that kind of stuff. And to watch, you know, you as a spouse and your kids as just more vulnerable, I think, when you're sworn and you're on the department, you feel like, okay, this could happen, but I feel like the families, the spouses, the kids, they're the more vulnerable ones. What can you say to somebody who doesn't understand, or maybe they do understand, but maybe you could shed some more light on what it's like to truly be a law enforcement family? I think with a law enforcement family, and I, I think it's this way with uh, a lot of first responder families, that you have to be understanding when you go into the relationship, understand that um, holidays and birthdays and all of that stuff, it's just not the norm. Um, and you celebrate things on different times and sometimes mom or dad can't make it to an event because of work or whatnot. I feel like there has to be a good understanding and a true understanding, not just saying, oh, I understand. Um, and a lot of communication, I feel like, that if you communicate with your um, spouse, that you come up with your own way of doing things, like your own plan, what works for your family. Um, I feel like most families understand the dangers. And, you know, even me, I, I knew, I always say I knew what I signed up for, but you never think about it because you just don't. <laughs> It's, it's the uh, unsaid thoughts. Right. Well, I mean, if you did, it would be like a paralyzing thought. So I think you Absolutely. just kind of push so through the just... days and 
I guess knowing it could, but always, of course, hoping for the best, preparing Correct. for the worst. But I feel, I mean, life is short. You never know when your time is going to be, and it could be any career. So um, to have that on the forefront and always thinking about it, I think is just not healthy um, way to think about. So, you know, just say prayers every day and love your love your family. Tell them I love you every day. Yeah, it's very important. Um, speaking of everyday daily things, what are some of the things from day to day that you think that Jeremiah looks down on and uh, is the most proud of? I think he's probably the most proud of my daughter, Caitlin, for her academics and just her wonderful spirit. Like she's just a really kind, sweet little girl. And she really does step up as a big sister. And I think he would be very proud of Caden because Caden is also a nurturer, but he um, he likes to take care of me and his sister. Like he does not want us ever sad. He, he just tries to take care of us, which is funny because he's the littlest. <laughs> Yeah, but he's a boy, and he's, he's a boy. his dad's son, right? <laughs> yes. So that whole protector, that wanting to yes. serve, and and yeah, and he looks so much like him. Yes, he do does. you just look at him and trip out, or um, yeah, sometimes. Um, honestly, his personality is like his dad, so I laugh about that a lot. <laughs> what are things on a day to day that you think Jared would look down and maybe like chuckle or roll his eyes lovingly, of course, but. He would laugh at Caden <laughs> because Caden is funny. Um, the things he says is just so not no, like a normal six-year-old. He just says some really funny things. He dances around the house like Jared would. Um, he, he's just funny. So I think he would look down at him. And a lot of times I actually look up and I always say, you know, well played, sir. This is your son. Um, and I just picture him laughing like I am laughing at him. So I think he would laugh the most at Caden. <laughs> so I know this is kind of a weird transition or to switch gears, but, you know, we're talking about all these personal things. And I know that after Jeremiah passed, there was so many stories um, and the media finally caught on and they talked about the positive things and all those things. Um, but sometimes in law enforcement or even the people that are closest to law enforcement, we feel that there aren't positive stories until a tragedy happens, that there isn't really that broad spectrum of who first responders are, who our police officers are. There's only like these very narrow narratives that at least recently, maybe in the past five years, have been portrayed. Do you agree with that sentiment or how do you feel about how law enforcement's being portrayed recently? Oh, I think it's awful. Um, I feel that a lot of, well, first off, my personal opinion, I don't care for the media. I feel that they genuinely do not care about the people that they are talking to. They're there for a story, and then they put the story however will get the most uh, attention, I guess. I feel that the negative reaction towards law enforcement is ridiculous right now. It's um, These men and women go out every single day, and they protect us. They do things that none of us could even dream about doing or dream about seeing. Um, so many of us have the nice life that we do have because they're out there protecting us and doing their job every day. And there's so many things we don't even know happens in our cities. And those law enforcement officers are dealing with it daily. Right. And not even just, I mean, we all understand, of course, 
the the negative things, the things that we see, the things that happen. But I mean, there's so many positive interactions too. I think that just never see the light of day, even when we try to push um, and show like, you know, there's this whole movement to humanize the badge, Um, but it feels like we never really talk about it unless something like this happens. And then I shouldn't say we, we obviously do because we (laughs) understand it, but the the broader conversation is not about the positives, just about these issues. Correct. Um, and it's a shame because there's a lot of really great people doing a lot of really great work. Yes. And more importantly, a lot of families that stand behind them and understand and make it possible for them to go out and do all this stuff. Has Caden or Caitlin expressed any opinions on maybe going into law enforcement or... Caitlin did for a while, and now she's moved on to where she would like to become a doctor. And Caden has said yes, he wants to. But he's also said he wanted to be a fireman and a hairstylist. So, I mean, he's six. Well, yeah. <laughs> the boy likes Either to have nice hair. <laughs> <laughs> and he has great hair. He really does. But, yes, he has, he has talked about going into law enforcement. And if that's something he wants when he's older, then I support him. Would it, I it mean, would that hard. just obviously <laughs> takes my breath away. Because, it would be hard, yeah, but I mean, if it's something that he is truly passionate about, they say, you know, you have to have a calling for this law enforcement, and uh, I obviously don't, <laughs> but there are those that do, and if that's his calling, then I will support him. That's amazing. So I know you brought some pictures with you. Um, I see one that's at the forefront, and it's uh, Jeremiah holding Caden. Do you want to tell me a little bit about that picture? Uh, Sure. This picture um, is the day Caden was born. It was, um, we were in the hospital and we had been there a few days, I think by then. And uh, it's just one of my favorite ones because it's the, you can truly see how happy Jer is holding his son. Yeah. And Caden looks so comfortable and just completely at peace. Daddy was his favorite. (laughs) Knowing like so safe and protected, not a care in the world. Nope. How big was he? He was eight, nine. (laughs) Yeah, he looks, there's some cheeks He was big. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's, we were looking at these earlier and saying how little Caitlin was. Little Caitlin was, yes. She was, this was our engagement photos, so... Gosh, she was probably only four or five in this picture then. So she she was just so little. There's a story with the engagement too, right? It was super special or a lot of family. Yes. Yes, Jared planned it where it was um, Thanksgiving. And the his family was down. My mom was there. So the whole family was there. And he asked me at Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, not shy at all. No. <laughs> No, he wanted to make sure family was there. And then when we got married, um, our family was there. It was around Thanksgiving as well. And so our family was there for the wedding and then after. That's great. And then there's another picture. This is the kids and I recently in Arizona. And just the uh, age difference of them now six years later. Yeah. Caitlin. What grade is Caitlin in now? Caitlin's in seventh grade. She's almost 13. And Caitlin is six in kindergarten. Oh, my goodness. So. They are so big. Yes. And then this was them at uh, Arizona again. Look at how like, their, their little smiles. I, I know that siblings have these incredible bonds, but it seems like they have an even 
they have a pretty one. strong bond. Yes. Yes. So, um, and then the last picture is um, we go up to Sacramento to the um, California Peace Officers Memorial every year, and we go and see Daddy's name and say hi, and just kind of hang out. So that's us there. Is Caden starting to understand what that means a little bit more? He understands um, that Dad's in heaven. He understands age appropriate what happened. Right. He understands that when we go to those memorials that there's other kids just like him um, because it's hard for the kids to not know. They, they feel different. And then there's so many kids that are like them that they don't know about. So when he goes to those memorials, he's like, oh, these kids are just like me. And it's amazing to see that, um, to know that he feels like, okay, there's someone like me. It's not just me. Yeah, that is, I've, I've never even thought about that, but that bond that the kids all have, knowing it's, they've been through the same thing. Yes. Yes, we, um, there's a program called COPS. It's Concerns of Police Survivors. And there's a camp every year. It's for kids ages 6 to 14, and then it goes on later on in life. They actually have multiple programs available. And uh, my daughter and I have been going to that camp every year for the last six years. And this year, Caden gets to go because he's six. And he is just over the moon excited because he's going to be in a room full of 12 little boys that are just like him, that have lost their mom or dad in the line of duty. That's amazing. I mean, it's a sad and tragic oh, bond, yes. but I mean, how The bond that they make there is amazing. Yeah, that they really can understand because it is different than losing somebody in a different way. Yes, because of and it's different, different ages. You know, they've got, we understand things differently than a child would and us trying to, to um, understand and talk to the child how about their feelings or whatnot. The other six-year-old's going to understand how they feel better than I think than a parent right and they can share those things in their own special way yes that's amazing I I don't have any other questions for you but is there like a a lasting thought or a last thought that you want to leave us with or I guess just I want to thank you guys as the department or representatives of the department as well that um you guys have also kept Jer's memory alive um just bringing his name up and the memorials and all the support that you've given my family has been amazing. Um, the kids love seeing, you know, the honor guard guys, Caden loves it. He calls them the big boys and they play with him when we're in, um, Sacramento. And I feel like that has really helped my kids grow because they've, um, they know that we are still part of the family and that the department's there for them. And so I, that would be my thank you for keeping his memory alive as well. I mean, it's absolutely our honor, and it's it's what we do. We're we're family. <laughs>